Now, hold on a second. I know what your routine is. As soon as you hit play on the show, you automatically fast forward a few minutes. Well, try not to do that this time. Just give me a second for this one announcement. We've got a new sponsor, and that sponsor is me. <laughs> um, the wife and I just started an online store called Destro's Treasure. We named it after our cat, Destro. Um, it's, uh, it's a gift shop and fresh art store, you know? Uh, no, you don't know. Um, it's an Etsy shop. Uh, right now, we are offering coasters and zines, but there is more to come. Hopefully, in the next couple days from recording this, we'll have up some jewelry and maybe some more zines and some original art. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. Um, it's just one of the many avenues I'm taking to generate some income, so... It'd be really cool to get some customers in and uh, enjoy some very unique gifts for their home. Or maybe buy some artwork, you know, uh, original art for your home. It's uh, It's been a pretty fantastic adventure. Okay, that's over with. We're also brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Do you have a project or an event coming up? Or maybe you own a business and you want to promote those things, but you don't have a lot of money to do it. Custom pin on buttons are a great way to promote whatever it is you got in front of you. Um, Lone Star Buttons also makes bottle openers and they also make mirrors. Um, They can create buttons in different sizes and shapes and they also are great with customer service so you never really have to stress out about anything going on with them. Um, To get in touch with Lone Star, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones. At 281-798-1996, use the coupon code, I want to suck on your hairy tits, and get some buttons thrown in for free. We're also brought to you by Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. Had to make that quiet because she's asleep just across the house. Um, Everybody's trying to save money these days, and a great way to do that is to lower some bills. That being said, insurance should be one of the first targets you want to hit. In saving some money. Uh, do you have home insurance, flood insurance, auto insurance, or renter's insurance? If you do, or you need some, let Jessica Dieter shop it around for you. She will find a great policy for you at a great price. Just give her a call at 281-607-5263. Save some of that cheddar. Now that we're done with that, just want to say, please friends, we need friend questions. I got into podcasting for the chaos factor, and without any friend questions, I don't know what to do with myself. The world is a crazy place, and I want to make it a little bit crazier. Send in your questions. I don't care what it's about. It could be about what's your favorite jelly, you know? And we're going to find a way to answer that question in the most asinine manner possible. It's part of the fun of the show, for me anyway. So, if you want to take part in the show, you know, send us some friend questions, uh, maybe some news stories to cover, or, you know, general correspondence can go to rotwpodcast at gmail.com. That's rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas, it's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, Gabe Gogglemy Dieter and bitchin' Brennan Birch.
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, episode 154. I'm your host, Gabe Google Me Dieter, and with me, as always, is bitchin' Brennan Birch. Yeah, Gabe's over here taking a sip out of a spittoon. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. Oh, dude. What's up, Brennan? What's up? Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. We're we- like the worst podcasters with the best show. <laughs> yeah. Best show, worst release schedule. And then all this is quote in quotes. Yeah. <clears throat> this is uh It's all hearsay, conjecture, <laughs> possibly lies. We're uh we're gonna be a little rusty, and we said that last episode, which was how long ago? Uh I believe our last episode came out January the sixteenth. We're in danger of being kicked off of our network. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, nah, actually, we're probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I we're think, probably at the top of the charts. I feel like we really. kind of fly under the radar. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> uh, since we're not comedy, we just like to laugh. Yeah, we we coast on by. Yeah, <clears throat> just coasting on our sparkling personalities. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, everything seems to be working. I'm kind of at a loss for words. Yeah, yeah. We're we're kind of worried about the the technology setup, but that seems yeah. to be working. Uh. So far, the only point of concern is that game seems to have fleas in his arm. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a piece of my rotting headset. Yeah. Uh, it's time to get some new money into the show. Yeah. It's, it's entirely possible that it could be a piece of my rotting flesh. Uh, as I actually think your headphones are rotting too, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's entirely possible. But uh, but I was Lo- <laughs> Lone Star Buttons isn't paying dividends. <laughs> Lately. Well, whatever uh, happened to the money from our weird sponsor? Let's uh, talk about that. That money... <laughs> have you ever dropped a droplet of water into a scalding desert sand? <laughs> That's what happened to the money. Yeah. It's vaporized. Uh, unfortunately, it's, <laughs> it's vaporized. <laughs> unfortunately, we don't have a separate account yeah. for the show. It just goes into some kind of Gabe Dieter slush fund. <laughs> and uh, we all know where that money goes. Yeah, if we had video, you'd be looking behind mm-hmm. me and yeah. uh, realizing it's 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 gone into the set. <laughs> yeah, the set, the TV set we don't have. Yeah, we don't use. Um, man, so it's been a while. Yeah, the rest you, you've grown a year older. Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, thank you to the flu that yeah. ruined the birth, the one birthday in like four years, maybe five that I wanted to celebrate. Yeah, I just felt like doing something this year, like having a get together, party at the house, barbecue, you know, having some fun. Yeah, and uh, I got the flu, so all that shit was canceled, including uh, dinner with my family. Oh wow! So you didn't get your cake? I got nothing. Ah, oh, dude. Actually, I mean, I got a couple of gifts. Okay. And I got a small cake from Jess, but uh, no, no kind of celebration. Okay. Over that. <laughs> Well, uh no don't don't spoil anything for me because i i know a little bit of something okay and uh supposedly it's coming it's coming saturday okay okay so, okay well never mind yeah you're in the clear okay good good save, um, good save. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see yeah it's just been rust man yeah it's that time of year i think like after the holidays nothing's really going on it's cold it's miserable it's gray you just want to die i want to say fooey on that but <laughs> i can't because i completely see exactly what you're talking about yeah 
Yeah, this time of year is what my whole life is like. <laughs> what happened to fucking 12 months of Halloween, Brennan? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's all February movie releases for me, man. Yes. <laughs> nothing but 12 months of Underworld. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Imagine um, how dangerous Underworld would be if it was real. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, if you were just like a normal person, and there's just like like a werewolf a vampire could fight could break out at any time. A castle at the edge of every major city, ah. full of vampires and werewolves. What a pain in the ass. Yeah, you like, would you would not be able to go out. Nobody would have a all. night job. Nope. You know, you, you you couldn't like work the evening shift. Nope. Fucking vampires. Civilization would shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It's no good. So I have a confession okay. to make. Okay. Me and Jess, and this isn't, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. It's just how silly my brain is. Uh, so me and Jess were at breakfast and we're just eating and she's quietly eating. I'm quietly eating and she notices I'm staring off into space and she asks me what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I immediately start laughing my ass off because what I was thinking was so utterly ridiculous yeah. <laughs> that it would make a great movie. But it would be the stupidest movie ever made. I was thinking, and I told her this. I was like, this is so ridiculous, I have to tell you. I was thinking, because we had been talking about adopting a a puppy. Mm. And I was thinking, you know, all all dogs came from wolves. And, like, how did that happen? Uh, Wouldn't it make a great story about a wolf that befriended dogs? (laughs) (laughs) Because they were related. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, how would that happen? You know, I was imagining, I was seeing it in my mind. Yeah. This wolf got kicked out of his, his, uh, his, uh, what are they called? Uh, pack. Pack. Got kicked out of his pack. He's a young wolf, you know. Uh, he sees the city. He travels to the city because it smells good <laughs> with food and shit. And along the way, he comes across a pack of stray dogs. That's like, you know, running around the edge of, the, of town, like around, uh, like piles of junk and like landfills and shit. Yeah. So like, <laughs> there's this ad- adventure going on between him and these pack of dogs that, uh, get into all kinds of situations. But just the fact that I was thinking that randomly and it went that far, I was totally embarrassed to tell my wife like you were that was. deep in the fantasy of oh your, yeah of your like shitty dreamworks movie that your brain was yes. making yes i was i was deep into casting <laughs> yeah. the roles yeah. who would play the voice of the wolf dom deloise <laughs> the ghost of dom deloise oh, yeah, that's right he's dead <sighs> yeah so there you go yeah it's not just on paper <laughs> now it's out into the world legit man. um that's the thing about being an artist, man. You're just a you're just a vessel for the the greater collective consciousness. Man, it's it's weird. It's weird because, you know, you could use a little bit of imagination and say, you know, that's too it's too plain, you know? Yeah. A wolf and, and a pack of dogs. Yeah. So you could say, well, what about prehistoric animals and humans or something like that? And like, then the budget just skyrockets. Well, the first place <laughs> and, that my brain and nobody went, will ever make that movie. The first place that my brain went was that a puppy travels back in time. <laughs> so, so you know, I I can see where you're coming from. Oh my god! 
That's hilarious. God. Time traveling puppies. Yeah. I mean that's that's a Netflix series right there, dude. Yeah. I think they would they would probably fund that. Totally. Uh they paid for that Witcher show. So Dude, I enjoyed The Witcher. Oh, God, Did we talk about that already? We talked about it last episode, I think. And yeah. I tried to watch it after that, and man, it is stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. It is. Like, it I, is. I just I just could not lock like I, I tried so hard. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Like not even like in a fun Xeno Warrior Princess kind of way. Really? Nah, man. Wow. Just ugh. Yeah, but I don't think you'd enjoy Xena either. Well, I, I used to kind of watch Xena. I mean, not like all the time, but what? when you were like fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> so your fourteen-year-old self might enjoy The Witcher. Maybe so. Um, I just oh. have Pasadena Methods on the list. Okay, let's talk about Pasadena Methods. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really have to? Uh, it's on the list. It was obviously important enough at some point. You know, there's all kinds of people that live in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Some of those people are meth head pedestrians. Right. uh, Meth head uh, customers that go into the corner store. Mm -hmm. There are meth head friends that drive around in Toyota Tercels. You know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I've seen them all within a few days of each, you know, a couple days of each other. Right. And they all look the same. Yeah. And I don't know anything about meth people, but do they all have like the hardened face with like the the upper lip that's like there could or could not be teeth behind it? Well, I'm from Dayton. I know a lot about meth that's, people. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I know you know yes. this, this yes. crew. Yes. That, that, that's like, you know, over time, it's it's degenerative towards, you know, teeth and stuff. So, yeah, they, they eventually all get to have the, you know, the. Yeah. Such a strange subculture. Yeah, <laughs> the drug addict. <clears throat> well, I mean, I mean, meth specifically, just because it's like they're such unpredictable, sketchy people, you know. Mm-hmm. And they all used to work construction. Yeah. I don't know, like that. That's... What do you, What do you do, Brennan? What do you do? Well, I mean, like the neighborhood that I grew up in is like super methy now. Really? It's like crazy. Like whenever I go back to my dad's house and stuff, like there's like still people that were there, like when I was like when I was a kid that are not on meth but everyone that has moved out there since i was a kid on meth all of them wow <laughs> like cause, i mean there's, there's just and the cops are just like always out there in the woods the woods that we used to play in find a meth labs <laughs> really yeah wow oh like meth is like a cottage industry for those people for the police force out there like meth and traffic tickets man <laughs> that's wow <laughs> that's how they make their money dude that's that's the name of the game huh pretty much wow and like i don't know i, I feel like i i kind of just barely missed meth like like as we were like as my class was graduating, did you though, Brennan? Well, no, I mean like as my class was graduating, like and we all kind of moved away. Like right after that was when all the meth moved in. Like we, you would see like a little bit of it every now and then. Like when I was like a senior in high school, but you know, eventually, you know, the whole community out there just got ravaged with it. Hmm. It's like it's it's to the point where like <clears throat> you know the corner store that's like a mile from my dad's house or whatever. You know how like you go to like a sketchy neighborhood and you'll see. Like on the countertop of the convenience store, they have like, you know, the roses in glass tubes yeah, and yeah. then like the little wire mesh filters for your sink and then like <laughs> the torches and, you know, just like everything that you need, you know, to smoke meth. Yeah. You know, that's like in the neighborhood now. It's just everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like that's what people in the country do, man. They do drugs. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm probably a little bit behind talking about it, but uh, me and the wife just finished Narcos Mexico. Yeah. And uh, I think the year it ends is 1989. Mm-hmm. So 
just seeing that whole thing play out historically yeah was so fascinating and uh just makes me wonder where it's gonna go because there's only a certain point where if you keep making the show mm-hmm. people aren't gonna be so cooperative you know yeah because it's still happening the same people are still in charge right and you're in danger if you talk about it mm-hmm. so i wonder if they're gonna branch off into other realms of crime yeah have you been keeping up with that i haven't watched it at all i've never seen an episode really no not even the original series nope wow well shit (laughs) like i I have a hard time sitting down and watching anything yeah and this is you know 30 episodes with subtitles yeah so actually the original series was subtitled too yeah well i just blew through evangelion but that's because i've been depressed so (laughs) (laughs) that ain't gonna help yeah, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> What'd you think of the ending? Uh, I'm I'm just about to the ending. Like I have, I have like four episodes left. Like stop. Yeah, just stop. No, I'm not gonna stop. I'm stop. Gonna keep going. Well, what's happening on the episode? Uh, it's to the point where uh, like they just got what are they? He fought. Uh, he's still fighting. Like the the it like uh the Eva like died or whatever, and then like it woke up and started doing stuff on its own. Mm-hmm. So like that that's where I'm at. So I saw oh, like, you still have I saw quite a, a ways to go. I still have like a few episodes left, I think. It's like, I think between four and six episodes left. Yeah. I'm probably going to do that when I get home, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't say I didn't warn you. Okay. Um, what else? That's about it. You want to go to some news or yeah. current events? Or you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, I really don't. I, I'm, I'm depressed. I have autoimmune diseases. Yay. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I gave Brennan the advice of going on the cor- carnivore diet. Yeah. Guess where I came up with that advice? <laughs> God. Anyway, you want to hear some news? Let's do it. Let's let's hear some news, listeners. Fuck. Rusty. <laughs> we all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. I need an announcement or two. You want? No. <laughs> Let's both have shit in our mouth. <clears throat> the world is running so, out of sand. <laughs> yes, this is a carryover from last episode. Yeah, some for those who didn't listen to last episode, some dipshit sent us a question asking us about why the what we're going to do when the world runs out of sand or something. Apparently that's like some real shit. So how is this person a dipshit? <laughs> what the fuck man <laughs> cj did all that work to get a random stranger to ask a question actually yeah it was jonan right no 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 okay anyway yeah the world is running out of sand and you'd be surprised how significant that is hmm. okay so china has devoured more sand in the past four years than the united states did through the entire 20th century uh thanks china yeah apparently like all these people are having to like import sand for some reason, I guess they're, why are they even using it? Oh, they're using it in like urban development and like hydraulic fracturing. And yeah, people are consuming. Concrete. China's concrete. Yeah. People are consuming all the sand. So like, I I guess there's not going to be sand anymore. (laughs) That's just ridiculous. Uh, I mean, this fucking graph says, I mean, it's, it's doubled since 2010. Yeah. Like in the last. Or it will in 2025. Yeah. We're, we're, currently consuming china's just building and building yeah but at some point i don't think 
And, you know, it'll start tapering off, won't it? I don't know, man. I won't mean, it, Brennan? Please. I feel like we just kind of live in an apocalypse now. And, like, we're, we're eventually going to kill ourselves, like, through some really stupid shit. And I think this is probably just a symptom of that. Like, we're all going to die because we drown in the sea because we used all the land, you know, to build <laughs> microchips. You know, like, it's going to be something real dumb like that. And... Well, China's going to build a giant ocean wall around itself. Is it? Maybe that's what they're doing with all the sand. I don't know. So we're all going to move to China, which, okay. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It might suck because they'll contaminate themselves instantaneously. Because they might have, you know, the buildings of the future, but the sewage of <laughs> fucking 400 years ago. <clears throat> the it's a strange country. I've heard stories of, you know, just shitting in the street and that's like not a first world thing to do you know yeah i don't know it's weird i've never been to china i don't know anyone's been to china i don't think so i saw this uh this uh it's like a, it's a youtube channel that explores abandoned uh structures yeah like they've gone to castles and uh stuff like that <clears throat> well they they visited this uh it's like a getaway a destination for china like mm. It's this, I mean, I'll describe it as an enormous structure that encompasses, uh, like, 50 buildings. Yeah. And they're all interconnected with streets and, uh, like, underground spaces that connect. But it doesn't do it justice. I mean, you can't possibly imagine what I'm talking about. Okay. You You stand on top of a building on one side, and you can barely see... Well, because of the pollution, the the building on the other side, right? Because it's like got so much distance, and mm-hmm. there's so much haze in between. But yeah, it's just crazy. And th- that's that project was canceled, mm-hmm. and that's ninety percent done, right? So if they like use all that concrete <laughs> and just dump the project, which was you know organized, paid for by the state, mm-hmm. it just you know that's just an example of what they use and how some of it goes to waste. You right. Know? I'm sure, I'm sure there's other examples of that, that, that got finished, but it was pretty incredible to see how they do things over there and kind of, they have the same construction corruption that happens in the U S right. But when the state finds about it, they shut it down and it's just, it's complicated, but to, to keep the people out of jail, they say it's an ongoing project, so they hire like five people to like sweep up or yeah or slowly build this one thing where there could be literally ten thousand people at work building on this thing yeah to get it done, but it just won't happen because you know one guy might have been stealing money mm-hmm. during the project and it might have went over or uh, took too long. It's just it's crazy, right? But yeah, I could see how. China is using a shitload of sand for <laughs> construction. It's nuts. Hmm. I'll send a link. <laughs> what else we got? Okay. Uh, states are considering charging the Catholic Church as a crime ring. Let's see, and what would be an, an unprecedented legal move? Uh, Michigan's Attorney General uh, Dana Nessel is considering applying federal racketeering laws to prosecute officials within the Catholic Church for their roles in covering up clerical sex abuse, according to Associated Press. That's That makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah. you know. Do you think it'll happen? Absolutely not. 
Nope. No. There is too much protection for the Catholic Church, even though anybody who isn't Catholic would probably see everything they're doing and say, you know, for me, I say get them out of our country. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm I'm partial against the Catholic Church. Yeah. For one reason or another, but right. yeah, the sex scandals and covering them up, that's, that's a huge one. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, Michigan and like five other states are trying to basically do the same thing. Like someone's just, they're all just kind of like, you know, throwing it at the wall and seeing if it sticks. But uh, they're trying to prosecute under the uh, RICO Act. Yeah, the RICO Act, the Racketeer Influence, uh, Racketeer Influence and Corruption Corrupt Organizations Act, uh, which is pretty much what they use to go after mafia guys. Yes, I mean they, they came out they came out with this like in the seventies, like to prosecute mob mob activity instead of like you know having to convict every single person in an organization they can convict the organization right and the only thing you have to do to get hit with rico is to conduct crime between two states yeah or more which you know it's a catholic church in every town right so and they're uh they're an international right organization so mm-hmm. they have the power to move anybody wherever they want right so i'm all for it but i don't really think it's gonna happen <laughs> no probably not so Iowa, Virginia, and Iowa, Virginia. I think uh, Maryland is trying to get them. Uh, God, who else? Michigan. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Yep. Especially, I I really want to know. I want to know everything that everybody else or in law enforcement knows because I think a lot of it's you know kept hush hush. Yeah. And I don't think that's good for anybody. Of course. Even not. the Catholic Church. No. The first the first thing a Catholic should tell you is they want everything exposed yeah and if you don't what are you protecting you know right it's kind of weird just a club of creeps yep come on (laughs) i don't want to buy those boots they're pretty sweet dude look at that (laughs) beautiful (laughs) okay so this website has a drop down that prevents me from reading the headline because they're trying to sell me some sweet boots we'll keep scrolling down Okay. Well, I can't though because it won't let me read the headline. Russian, Russian government, government resigns as Putin proposes reforms that could extend his grip and power of power. Okay, so the entire Russian government is resigning uh, because I guess uh, Putin is like proposing all these like reforms that are going to extend his grip on power that will extend beyond the grip of his presidency. Because apparently he's only allowed you know they, they have term limits over there. But um, what is he right now? Let's see, right now he is the president. And what does he want to be? Uh, I think he wants to be the prime minister. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, what? as I understand it, what he wants to do is take all, all the power that he has mm-hmm. as the president and move that power over to the prime ministers. Right. He basically wants to make the president completely ineffective because I don't think that the prime minister is affected by any sort of like term limit situation. Oh, really? I mean... Huh. Yeah, so basically he's like going through and making all these changes to the Constitution so that he can kind of have infinite power, and the Russian government has effectively stepped down so that they can't push back against this, it seems like. I don't know. It, it seems like they're volunteering, like they're voluntarily allowing him to do this. Yes. Hmm. Why? <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, the, the why is the thing that's kind of nagging at me. I can't, I haven't been able to find anything on this. Well, before Putin... The Russian government was riddled with corruption. Like, nothing was dependable. Right. Unless you 
or corrupt yourself. Yeah, there was there was a lot of like mafia activity. Um, for Russia, Putin was probably a really good thing because they'd probably be on par with like Yugoslavia or something like that, where they're not a superpower, and you know they're nothing compared to China. Right. They're probably their military is the second best in the world, but their country is probably third. Well, you their, know? their entire economy is a gas station, basically. They're yeah. they're 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 you know pining after you know oil and gas rights all over whatever little. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. My throat. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good for Russia. I don't know how that would play out for anybody else in the world, but it's it's scary to see a, a Putinless Russia or because you don't know who would take his place. Could be somebody worse. <laughs> because I think I think Boris Yeltsin, who was in charge before Putin, mm-hmm. was basically bought by the U.S. You know, right? And I don't know. I don't feel comfortable. I think there has to be some kind of independence in the world you know it's probably a weird way of looking at that's it. that's a real weird way of looking at but, it <laughs> you know i'm a real weird guy <laughs> i don't know man i'm not sure putin's good for anybody i don't, I don't trust any of these you know, former intel community fucking creeps in charge of anything that's true that's why i'm keeping an eye on pete Buttigieg. Ooh, cia rat <laughs> who's not a cia rat these days <laughs> i'm surprised the cia doesn't have a budget 10 times of what it is yeah that we know of that just means people are cheap <laughs> life is cheap in america yeah i work for the cia but i also have a normal job <laughs> what's next Brent? i work for the cia but i also play keyboards <laughs> <laughs> okay so this uh, is a little old i mean january 21st but yeah we haven't talked about it so folk singer david Olney dies on stage uh, David Olney, a folk singer who's been prevalent in the folk and Americana music community since uh, the 1970s, died on Saturday evening uh, during his set at Florida's 30A Songwriters Festival. He was 71. Uh, you see, he was in the middle of performing like, the third song in his set. When he apologized to the audience, ceased to move, closed his eyes. Uh, when the attendees realized the gravity of the situation, he was quickly lowered from his stool and ushered off the stage. EMTs were unable to revive him upon their arrival. Never heard of the guy. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I mean, um, I'd like to point out that folk music probably doesn't pay exorbitant amounts of money. No. Um, I don't know what the status of his healthcare situation was, mm-hmm. but I'd like to think that uh, I don't know. Yeah, he died I hope, doing I what hope he, he was. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I hope he didn't die because he neglected something. Yeah. Due to not being able to afford it. Well, that's entirely possible. America, after all, yeah. Hopefully, uh, old Bernie can uh, do something about that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's doing well, but they're gonna fuck him at the convention. They're already still they're They have not changed any part of the their game plan in the media of. Oh no! Calling that guy, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I I get so mad. Record number of men needed. Speaking of universal health care. <laughs> NHS surgery to repair snapped penises last year after suffering the gruesome injury which can happen during sex. Ladies and gentlemen, reverse cowgirl has made it to the UK. Wow. (laughs) 
Uh, I think it's something else, man. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Ama- uh What is it? Amazon position? Amazon position. No, this is... <laughs> Please. Oh, I'm intrigued. Man, look that shit up. Just kidding. <laughs> Not on my computer. Um, Amazon position. Okay, so... <laughs> It's basically missionary position, but the woman takes the place of the man. The man takes the place of the woman. She's she stands or whatever. Yeah, you're under her. Okay. Uh, wait, wait. How did that go? There's a whole finger thing happening right now. People, <laughs> like, he, he's demonstrating. <laughs> so it's like it's like this. Yes, it's like this, and she's just jumping. She's 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 fucking you. Yeah. By fucking herself. It, it's weird. Just look it up. I can't explain it. Okay. Amazon. Amazon position. Ah, okay. It's like missionary, but different. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure that's not what happened to these guys. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, let's see. The, okay, so. I was about to read a bullet point. All right. Well, sorry. Uh, the penis fractures with a thin fiber sheath inside. It breaks under pressure. It can cause immediate pain and swelling and even make an audible noise. Hmm. What do you think it sounds like? <laughs> I'm guessing it's like whenever you like snap a bunch of celery at once. Oh no. <clears throat> the true number number of patients may even be higher with some avoiding treatment. <laughs> Excuse me, but <laughs> if I hear an audible snap, yeah, I'm going to the doctor. Yeah. Uh like if my penis is pointing at my left hip, <laughs> <laughs> From the middle, yeah, dude. There, there, there's <laughs> from the middle of the shaft. There is going to be surgery involved. Yeah, yeah, that's that's strange. Okay, so a record number of men needed NHS surgery after snapping their penises last year, according to statistics. In total, 164 men have had an operation to save their manhood after fracturing the blood-filled columns, which made it hard during an erection. Uh, men in their 30s and 40s were most affected by <laughs> painful injury, but the youngest patient was just 18, while the oldest was in his 70s. Ooh. Can uh, you imagine being 73, having a boner, and then breaking it? Ugh. <laughs> what are the odds? It's like, yay, no. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, so when a penis fractures, it is most it most often happens during sex, snapping under the weight of a partner's body or a powerful thrust. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I guess it was thir- the record was 38% higher than the 2014-2015 like statistics that they had and apparently there are even more they believe that there might be even more cases, you know, of men who just were too embarrassed to go into the hospital. Man. <laughs> yeah. It usually happens if the penis is thrust into a solid surface or if something or someone falls on it. Oof. I'd rather have a broken arm. I'd rather break a bone than break my dick. Yeah. And I've never, well, not since I was an adult, broken any bone. A report in 2017 revealed a man in southern China who was left in agony after breaking his penis during sex with his wife. Doctors found that his penis was in an odd angle and it was swollen in a swollen shape that made it look like an eggplant. Fuck that. Fuck that. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> Next story, bro. <laughs> Have you ever accidentally like heard it? Oh yeah. Me too. It's awful. It's awful. Like, that is the worst. Like just slipping out. Oh god, horrible. <laughs> just slipping out. Yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what is this about, show? Let's talk about some weird shit. Uh, okay. 
Boeing partners with Tactical Robotics to develop VTOL tech, which is what? Vertical takeoff and landing. Oh, so Boeing signed a new agreement with uh, Israel-based uh, Tactical Robots, an exploratory deal that will see the two companies work together jointly on developing and producing and marketing aircraft with vertical takeoff and landing technology uh, capabilities uh, based on Tactical Robotics fancraft enclosed rotor technology. So, Harrier jets? I was thinking uh, Terminator Hunter Killer robots. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, tactical ro- Okay, yeah, it's robotics. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Let's just keep making those robots that can kill us. That's good. Yep. Good stuff. Why give someone the responsibility of killing someone else when a robot can do it? Yeah. And feel nothing. Mm-hmm. No PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is horrifying. <laughs> I mean, the whole planet wants to kill us constantly. <laughs> can't wait for one of these to land in our front yard and you know 20 robots jump mm-hmm. off just a pack of darpa dogs just, just comes through and just walking through our <laughs> sheetrock walls and gunning down our loved ones yeah and uh all to come confiscate our air 15s <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do we did it to ourselves yep <laughs> we funded it Speaking of, <laughs> all right, DARPA may have found the secret to flying aircraft carriers. Okay, uh, Dynetics, a defense and aerospace company, has announced that it has successfully te- successfully tested the X sixty one Alpha Gremlin air vehicle. God, do you mind? Sorry, I like how you said Alpha instead of A. <laughs> that's yeah. that's professional right there. Oh yeah. Uh, so it tested the X-61 Alpha Gremlin air vehicle, which, let's see, in November of 2019. The flight, which lasted for one hour and 41 minutes, demonstrated a number of the drone aircraft's capabilities. Oh, good, it's a drone. Yeah. Cool, so it's another robot that can kill us. Yep. Great. Okay, the drone. So it's going to land in your front. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, this isn't ever going to land. Oh, yeah, that's Th- true. This is going to distribute. That's going to drop the thing that we just talked about. <laughs> No, it's going to drop the thing that drops the thing. Yeah. This is like the main vehicle that drops the drones with all of the robots attached that are going yes. to land on your street and yeah. come into your house and kill you. Yep. Uh, so the purpose of the test was for Dynetics, which Dianetics, Dianetics. Cyberdynetics. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the purpose of the test was uh, to demonstrate that its GAV could launch from a C-130. Oh, so they're going to launch it from a manned aircraft. Uh-huh. And then... Which is piloted by a robot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be an aircraft that deploys the aircraft that deploys the aircraft that deploys the aircraft that's going to turn loose the robots that come and kill us. Yes, okay. exactly. Uh, basically, the purpose of the test was to determine that, you know, we can launch the aircraft that's going to launch the aircraft that's going to launch the aircraft that's going to kill us. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. Well, what is this? No. What, this drawing? This, yeah. Oh, it's just comparing the scale of the aircraft. No, no, no. Go up, go up. No, no, no. Down, down. Right here. Yeah. The CL-1201 would have deployed an 1830 megawatt reactor. It was an aircraft carrier with the ability to loiter on site for 41 days. No one wanted a skyscraper-sized aircraft with a massive nuclear reactor flying around over there. Yeah, heads. basically, this is the first attempt. They wanted to try to do this okay. with. Okay. They wanted to try to do this with air, with manned aircraft a long time ago. 
but they were unable to do it, or I guess it didn't. Nobody, no, yeah, nobody really wanted to do it. So because they, of the nuclear powered jet engines, it would have had to have. Yeah. Wow. So th- this is just like a series of like the failed attempts, and apparently this new thing is going to just do the, exactly that, but with, with drones. Huh. So the same killing capacity, but without the the nuclear weapon. You know, so it's humane. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> what are we doing to ourselves, Brennan? I'm not doing any of this shit. This, this is... <laughs> oh, this motherfucker. Senator Tom Cotton repeats fringe theory on coronavirus origins. Whoa, I like how you rolled that R. Yeah, it's, it's French. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, so, scientists have dismissed suggestions that the Chinese government was behind the outbreak, but it's the kind of tale that gains traction among those who see China as a threat. So, uh, this is... This is the New York Times we're reading right now. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, it's addressing what this senator has been saying. Yeah. But from what I heard, this was a Canadian-made virus. Okay. It was made in a a Canadian lab. The Chinese bought or stole it, and when it got to their lab, that's where the outbreak happened. Because their research center isn't as like capable as like say the one in Galveston. Okay, th- I'm I'm confused. Like I I don't know any of this. So you're going to have to fill me in. Like <clears throat> that's basically all. In. I'm just okay. kidding. Uh so cuz the the theory that I know and this is the you know, I guess the mainstream press theory okay. was that it came from like eating bats. Yes. Uh I mean, I don't believe that. It it would have been weird, definitely, and they do eat bats, but uh the legit story that I heard once the bat theory was explained away was that it was from the wild game market in in that China. What, what province was it? Uh, Wuhan. Wuhan. So apparently they have a wild game market in Wuhan right. where, you know, everybody in the city can go and get, you know, what would be to us like quail or right. uh, buffalo meat or something like that, you know. But for them, it's exotic. Exotic for us, like they would have exotic animals like uh, like tapir or something like that, right? You know, but they were blaming it on that, and that was I think that's still the legit source. But you know what's in Wuhan? A virus research center. Really? <laughs> yes. And uh, supposedly, I mean, it's just what I heard that it was manufactured in Canada, mm-hmm. bought or stolen by China, and taken to that research center. And that's where the outbreak started. So, hmm. That's I interesting. Know. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know about the Canada part because I really don't know about Canada uh, and their bio warfare research. <laughs> if that's where it came from, you know. Just the idea of Canadian bio warfare research is kind of hilarious. <laughs> and that's what they want you to think. <laughs> uh, I just love saying that. <laughs> I say that to my, uh, Jess all the time. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I know, really. Hmm. And that's not knowing anything. I don't think anybody's ever going to find out. But apparently, like, 30 minutes after uh, someone in the U.S. got a sample, they found a cure for it. Hmm. So it's like, and and that was under suspicion also, because how would they find a cure for it if they hadn't been working on it beforehand? Right. So, and apparently there's a, a, a patent on the virus really yeah i don't know it's weird huh 
There's a lot of weird shit. Yeah, I, I don't. Nobody ever talks about any of the weird shit. So. I don't know any of this at all. So this is all like kind of melting my brain right now. I really wish we'd done this show like tomorrow after you told me all this, <laughs> so I could think about it for a while. Well, I'm sure it'll still be going yeah. on next week. Uh, so anyway, this, so yeah. this creepy motherfucker, Tom Cotton. Which, <laughs> by the way, you guys need to be watching Tom Cotton. He's a creep. He's coming for you. Keep an eye on him. Never heard of him. Never seen him in my life. Yeah, this 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 guy is like. He's going to be the guy that, you know, tries to outlaw mutants. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you want to okay. if, if you want a frame of reference for the type of evil that this dude is, he's like a fucking creepy deep state right wing psycho. Okay. So keep an eye on Tom Cotton. I don't know. That's really all I've got. He's the one who's like perpetuating the story that this might be, you know, a bioweapon. I wouldn't uh I mean any virus that's effective has the potential to be a bioweapon yeah either because you know major countries in the world do study that mm. you know and they do create biological weapons it's a fact you know so a virus that kills someone rather than makes them a little sick like a, a flu virus you know yeah uh, could be couldn't be could not be who knows i don't know the flu is fucking devastating did i tell you i had the flu on my birthday fuck Sucked. <laughs> Ugh. Never want the flu again. Thanks, Canada. Thanks, Canada. What else we got? <laughs> <laughs> Meet the Xenobot, the world's first living self-healing robots created from frog stem cells. Yay. Probably gonna deploy it from the fucking drone. <laughs> <laughs> Flown by a robot. <laughs> this is what's gonna be flying the C-130 that deploys the <laughs> Uh, don't try to shoot down the c-130 because it's got xenobots it's got all a, through its it's got self-healing structure. xenobots and they're gonna be mad at you <laughs> yeah okay so scientists have created the world's first living self-healing uh robots using stem cells from frogs named xenobots after the african clawed frog the xenopus laevis uh from which they take their stem cells the machines are less than a millimeter wide and small enough to travel inside human bodies Nice. Uh, they can walk and swim and survive for weeks without food and work together in groups. <laughs> All right. So Mini commandos. Yay! <laughs> when you break your penis, they'll inject some xenobots. They're going to swim into your penis. <laughs> your penis. <laughs> I just watched that movie. Did you? Uh, yes, I did. I own it now. Um, uh, <laughs> they're going to swim up your pena- penis uh, yeah. and repair your penis. Hopefully. Penis. If they don't kill you. If they don't break um, it, they're going to break it the other way. <laughs> to kind of even it out. Yeah, so apparently these things, uh, let's see, they can self-heal. Uh, let's see, the, the stem cells were, are unspecialized cells that have the ability to develop into different kinds of cells. Uh, the researchers scraped the living stem cells from frog embryos and left them to incubate. Then the cells were cut and reshaped into specific body forms designed by a supercomputer Forms never seen in nature, according to the release from the University of Vermont. Hmm. Uh, the cells then began to work on their own. Uh, skin cells bonded to form structure, while pulsing heart muscle cells allowed the robot to move on its own. Uh, xenobots even have self-healing capabilities. When the scientist sliced into one robot, it healed itself and kept moving. Fuck this. <laughs> Why? What country is this? Ugh. I don't know. Tufts University? No, this is in America. This is in Vermont, where they Fuck. made this fucking thing. Oh, okay. 
Continue. Uh, <laughs> Xenobots don't look like traditional robots. They have no shiny gears or robotic arms. Instead, they look more like a tiny blob of moving pink flesh. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. You ever seen Night of the Creeps? <laughs> you ever seen the blob? Uh, the researchers say this is deliberate. The biological machine can achieve typical uh, things robots of steel and plastic cannot. Oh, so they're better than normal robots. Yeah. You know... Do you know how the blob worked? No. Do you know how it grew? No. By consuming, oh, yeah, by consuming humans biological then, yeah. material. And it just got so enormous, it took up like the town square, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a fucking robot that size? I mean, there's a shitload of frogs out there. <laughs> Check this out. Traditional robots degrade over time and can produce harmful ecological and health side effects, researchers said in the study, which was published Monday by... Uh, as biological machines, xenobots are more environmentally friendly and safer for human health. <laughs> until they fucking until they break des- you down into goo and absorb you. Until they decide that human beings are redundant. Uh, we have sticky pink Skynet. <laughs> uh, I feel sick. Uh, yeah, there's nothing good about this. No, I'm I'm reading and I'm traumatizing myself. It may all sound like something from a dispo- dystopian sci-fi movie, but the researchers say there is no need for alarm. <laughs> the organisms come preloaded with their own food source of lipid and protein deposits, allowing them to live for a little over a week, but they can't reproduce or evolve. Yet. However, the lifespan can increase to several weeks in nutrient-rich environments. Like your face. Yeah. Although the supercomputer, a powerful piece of artificial intelligence, plays a big role in building these robots, it is unlikely that the AI could have evil intentions. What? Unlikely. Yeah, so the robot that's like building these things has a bad day and we're done. <laughs> that's that's it. I'm so scared of because you have you have a hundred this is just, you know, suppose there are a hundred labs around the world and they're all working on individual technologies that could and probably will just completely annihilate the planet in one shape form or another Mm. and then 10 of them decide to start working with other labs and like combine their technologies yeah just to see what can happen hell two of them (laughs) two of them i mean we just read four stories yeah about different kinds of robots any combination of those things is like horrible for the uh, planet <laughs> i don't feel good about this Ugh. <laughs> i mean last episode didn't we talk about a black hole or some kind of dimensional or yeah it was it was a uh, like a super collider or something right that uh, was being built i don't even remember i don't <laughs> it's know it's been either. so long or creating gravity the size of Oh, yeah, like created like 10,000 times the gravity of, something. of the yeah. sun, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like super screwed up. Oh, yeah, they built an artificial sun. That's what it was. In yes. China. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good old China with their excellent safety record. Yeah. <laughs> and their record of abandoning construction projects. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a sun out in the middle of the desert in China somewhere. It's <laughs> just oh, floating. God. All right. Murder and mayhem. <laughs> okay. Let's deal with something a little safer. Yeah, let's, let's bring it back down a little bit. <laughs> Okay, 
we're going to talk about the Enumclaw horse sex case. <laughs> Wonderful. This is exactly why I wanted to create this show. Yeah, let's, let's, let's cleanse the palate a little bit. <laughs> There's a series of incidents in 2005 involving a man named Kenneth Pinion. Uh, he was an engineer that worked for Boeing and resided in Gig Harbor, Washington. Um, it was like him, uh, a guy named James Michael Tate, who was a truck driver, and some several other unidentified men that, you know, that lucked Their out. Their identities were hidden, yeah. concealed to uh, protect <laughs> them from prosecution. Okay. So, Kenneth Pinion and Tate filmed and distributed uh, zoophilic pornography of Pinion receiving anal sex from a stallion under the alias of Mr. Hands. Oh, this is Mr. Hands. This is Mr. Hands. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> After engaging this, in this activity on multiple occasions over an unknown span of time, Pinion received, a fa- received fatal internal injuries from one such incident. Uh, Did you watch the video? I haven't seen the video. Okay. Wait, no. You know what? I think I have. I don't know. It was early internet. I, I think I have. I feel like I, I saw a lot of weird shit in the early 2000s. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay. So here's a little, a little background for it. Uh, in the 1970s, there were many statutes that, certain, that uh, criminalized certain sex acts involving, like in different states. And uh, basically, like, you know, there were all these laws against, like, sodomy and stuff like that, right? Like, uh, in, in Washington state, the, the law that actually was repealed, it said, uh, See, every person who shall carnally know in any manner any animal or bird or who shall carnally know any male or female person by the anus or within the mouth and with the mouth or tongue or shall voluntarily voluntarily submit to such knowledge or who shall attempt sexual intercourse with a dead body shall be guilty of sodomy. So like that, that was the sodomy law like in 1974. So they repealed that law. Wait a minute. They lumped in... If you fuck someone's mouth, you're guilty of sodomy? Yeah, listen, they lumped in having sex with animals, having anal sex, having sex with someone in the mouth, or having sex with a dead body as all the same thing under this law, right? So... (laughs) (laughs) They repealed that law in 1976, Uh thereby making bestiality legal in Washington. They just cut the whole... They they didn't like... They just wiped the whole law out. Instead of like saying, okay, maybe we shouldn't have. And they sex didn't replace the it with anything. There was nothing. What in the fuck? Yeah. So you know, you know, New York. I <laughs> <laughs> always thought was kind of a sophisticated place. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> not. I mean, in some ways, yes, but in a lot of ways, they're way behind on a lot of stuff. This is in Washington. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> sorry, my bad. <laughs> Washington. Oh, that hellhole. Yeah. Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Having lived in Washington for several years, I could see this happening. Really? It's like, it's just the right mix of like redneck and like lefty liberal to where I could see, I could totally see this happening and making sense to everybody. Everybody being cool until something bad happens. Yeah. I mean, this was the 70s though. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of bad shit that happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot okay. of bad shit. What was up with the 70s, man? Jeez. Anyway. Okay, so... It's a different time. These people, you know, accidentally sort of on purpose legalized having sex with animals. So this guy, Kenneth Pinion, he'd been working for Boeing for eight years. He'd been previously married to a woman and had children with her. He moved to Seattle, uh, to Oak Harbor, Washington. Oh, he moved uh, from Seattle to Oak Harbor, Washington. Um, supposedly before his death, he was, re- he was building a barn and a new house, which he planned to keep a horse. And, yeah. Like, he was... You know, about to start making payments on his mortgage. 
Supposedly what happened to him though, this is really interesting. Uh, he had a head injury after a motorcycle accident, which oh, really, yeah. Wow. Which okay. you see this a lot, like in serial killers and like people that engage in like compulsive sexual activity and stuff like that. Like, you know, right after they have a head injury, just something is just wrong with them. You know, they're just, their brain works different than other people's. And this guy had a motorcycle accident. He was started getting into like really crazy extreme sexual acts, such as, you know, large dildos, fisting, you know, and eventually receptive anal sex with a horse. Uh, in the early 2000s, he found a group of men online that called themselves uh, zoos or zoos, you know, depending on who you ask. Uh, they started meeting at this farm in an unincorporated area of King County uh, for communal week communal weekends where they would, you know, film and later post online, you know, videos of themselves and, you know, being sodomized by horses and sometimes having sex with each other afterwards. You know, it was pretty, you know, it's a hell of a boys weekend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, supposedly they train the animals by, uh, they train the animals to have sex with them because they would like, uh, they would put like a horse breeding pheromone all over their bodies that would make, that would attract the horse to them. So it would get an erection and, you know, do the thing. Uh, but the thing about, uh, Kenneth though, is that a lot of the people that he was like in the group with, they didn't think he was a real like zoophile or whatever, like a person that actually wanted to have sex with animals. They thought it was just like his brain injury, you know? Hmm. Uh, because he wasn't uh, romantic about it. Yeah, I guess maybe he he maybe he wasn't like as into it as they were or something. But yeah, they were, I guess they they thought he was a poser. He just wanted <laughs> to sit on something. I guess. Uh, but the thing is, you know, even though they didn't think that he truly loved horses, he actually ca- had a cast created of the penis of his favorite horse, Strut, which was the horse's name. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this goes on for a while. Kenneth is having a hell of a time, and then uh, how do you? Okay. A horse's dick is like the size of my arm. Yeah. Maybe bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Well the hum- after if you after doing it once, how do you hold anything in? Well like, I I've done some research into this. <laughs> Apparently the human anus can actually stretch up to like eight cent I think it's like eight inches. Like that's like the fullest that you can stretch without breaking. Okay. So wow. that's pretty that's, big, right? That's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, you know, think about goatsy. No. <laughs> yeah, I come don't. on. Think about it. You I don't want to. Well, it's too late. You already thought about it. You uh, know exactly what I was talking God. about. <laughs> Brennan. Brennan, we have people listening. <sighs> okay. So <laughs> all right. So yeah, there you know, from a medical standpoint, you know, it's it's possible. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, this guy goes out to a farm to do his thing. Um it's this is a different farm, actually. Uh it's in an oh no, this is still the same farm. Anyway. Uh, let's see. So typically, I guess the men were having sex with the horse on James Tate. This is the, the truck driver I was talking about earlier. But on this particular night, it is my understanding that the horse wasn't particularly receptive. So Pinion, Tate, and an unidentified third person snuck into a different barn. Uh, I guess they would often visit this farm for sexual purposes. Um, let's see. Either Pinion or the unidentified man recorded Tate. Being anally penetrated by a stallion known as Big Dick. Oh, man. Uh, after finishing, Tate then filmed Pinion being anally penetrated by the same horse. Uh, during this incident, Pinion inst- like, uh, sustained internal injuries, including a perforated colon. So, in the video, and I haven't seen the video, mm-hmm. I just heard it. Yeah. And you hear him go, <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And uh, it was pretty disturbing. Because you know that guy was being killed by a yeah big dick the big dick horse. <laughs> so Pen- 
opinion was anonymously dropped off at Inumclaw Community Hospital, as he well should have been. Uh, <laughs> uh, on July uh, 2nd, 2005, a man asked hospital staff for medical assistance for his companion. Uh, he was found dead in the emergency room at the age of 45. The man who brought Pinion into the hospital had disappeared by the time the hospital staff came to contact him. Uh, according to the medical examiner's office, he had died of acute uh, peritonitis, peritonitis due to a perforated perforation of the colon, and it was ruled accidental. Was it, though? Uh, yeah. Well, was. I mean, they, they didn't intend to die. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess they used uh, surveillance camera footage to track down his companion. Uh, they used his driver's license just to figure out who he was. They found, just basically did this huge, huge investigation where they, you know, tracked, they found the, they found the farm, uh, let's see, they found, which they, I guess they found it through Zoophile chat rooms, and they seized hundreds of videotapes and DVDs, you know, just hours and hours and hours of dudes having sex with horses on these tapes and DVDs. Uh, one of them had pinion in them before he died. Um, the horse is okay. <laughs> well, it was a long time ago. Yeah, well, I'm sure it probably died a natural death by now, but... Yeah. How many other people did he kill with that? Yeah. So, the only criminal charges that were filed, let's see, uh, the photographer, 54-year-old uh, James Tate, uh, was charged with criminal trespassing in the first degree because he, the owners of the farm uh, were not aware that they broke into the farm to have sex with their horse. Uh, the third man was not charged since he was not visible in the videos seized by investigators. Uh I guess in November of 2005, Tate entered an Alford plea, which is a form of guilty plea in which the accused maintains that they are factually innocent, but acknowledges that the evidence would likely lead to a conviction and thus accepts being convicted. Uh, they gave him a suspended one-year list uh, sentence, a $300 fine, and one day of community service and ordered Tate to never visit the farm again. So what was he prosecuted for? Trespassing. Trespassing. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, couldn't get him for anything else. No. Wow. Uh, there is a documentary about this. It's called Zoo. It was made in 2007. I mean, if you want to really kind of get into the whole story. Last I heard, you couldn't get it. I mean, I'm sure it's probably out there somewhere, but like it kind of made the film festival circuit and, you know, disappeared off the face of the planet. Hmm. Um, yeah, this James Tate guy, I guess he uh, he moved to Tennessee. Uh, he lived on a farm with a guy named Kenny Thomason who had 13 horses, Shetland ponies, goats, and dogs. <laughs> Man. Apparently, yeah, uh, uh, this did not stop with this guy. Nope. So finally, uh, after Pinion died, Pam Roach, a member of the Washington State Senate and a Republican from Auburn, crafted a bill to ban bestiality in Washington. So uh, Senate Bill 6417, which made a bestiality a Class C felony, passed on February 11th of 2006, uh, 2006 with, uh, you know what, I remember this. This was like right after I got back from Kyrgyzstan. I remember seeing this on the news. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they finally outlawed bestiality in Washington in 2006, which, you know, in Texas, we don't have much to say about that because it was a similar time frame when we finally did. Mm. Yeah. Um, apparently, okay, the law also prohibits videotaping a person engaged in a sexual act or sexual contact with an animal that is either dead or alive. Uh, because of the provision video against videotaping, uh, you know, they, they state that the law points an angry finger directly at James Tate. Uh, yeah, apparently there have been no bestiality arrests since. <laughs> wow. So there, there, there's the Inumclaw horse sex case. <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this show now, Brennan. Well, I mean, 
you're not thinking about biological robots anymore trying to kill you, right? That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's a palate cleanser. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is a palate cleanser, that's for sure. Cleanse? Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words, Brennan. Good job. All Good right. job. That's what, this, that's what this thing's all about, right? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Oh, for fuck's sake. We got no friend questions this week. Uh, Gee, why not? <laughs> we didn't really want any. Um, <laughs> if you have any uh mr hands questions for next week uh let us know other than that let's get on with some tinfoil tirade UFOs! Crazy shit. okay so originally i had just written down bohemian grove as the uh as a title for this week's tenfold tirade. Um, but this is pretty interesting. Uh, Colin Powell's hacked emails reveal members, activities of Bohemian Grove Secret Society. <laughs> uh, so if you don't know what Bohemian Grove is, I don't know. No, it is still on YouTube. If you look it up, you will see uh, Alex Jones be the first person to ever expose what that is this and is like some of the best work alex jones has ever done it, it like, literally really is, is. It, <laughs> sin- sincerely yeah it, it is like this is like before he went really crazy i, I don't know if that's accurate but <laughs> no, I, I, I think he's always been a little this is back when he was a lot nuts. of fun yeah <laughs> yeah i don't he, think he ever stopped being fun for me eh. but uh anyway, anyway yeah. bohemian grove he snuck in with a reporter. I forget the reporter's name, uh, but it was this island. I forget where it is. You know, I need these details, but I don't have them. So uh, there was no real security around it because they thought it was so secret that they didn't need, <laughs> you know, armed guards and boats, you know, going around this place. This is when the internet was kind of new. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. Um, so. What was there was a giant statue of the Al God Moloch. <laughs> there were, uh, I think, a couple pyres um, and a lot of people in robes and hoods, and they were all chanting to the Al God Moloch. <laughs> and uh, under those robes were some of the most elite, rich, powerful. Uh, people from around the world, yeah. uh, royalty, um, presidents, government, um, just anybody you can think of that makes any kind of decision. Yeah. This is like the the Bilderberg Group, yeah. but like you know, sounds time, like a way time, better party though. Times a hundred, you know. Yeah, it, it, it seems kind of fun. Hey, who doesn't want to dress up like a druid and fucking chant to the Al God Molik? Yeah, let's dress up like a druid, get super drunk, and hang out and. <laughs> Worship pray, the devil, man. That's pray awesome. Pray to a uh, <laughs> pre-Christian god. Yeah, it's in uh, uh, Monterio, California. Yes. So if you if you want to go digging, you know. Yeah, just look it up on YouTube. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, so in these leaked emails, uh, Colin Powell was talking about this fucking crazy shit, <laughs> and uh, you know, it wasn't just worshiping this god there were a lot of like you know 
powerful people rubbing elbows with with each other, and uh, there was also entertainment going on, such as these powerful people getting on stage and ad lib ad libbing, you know, comedy. And uh, Colin Powell was just saying how fun that was, and uh, it, it it's just, really weird. It sounds like a really like weird like meetup. Like, like, yeah, like a 2,000 net, people. Like a networking event. With people like, uh, you know, Henry Kissinger, the Koch brothers, uh, Lord James Borwick. Whoever that is. Of the British House of Lords. Uh, you know, Charles Cobb, uh, General Peter Pace. There's an actor, Michael Nor- Nori. Yeah, who's that guy? I, I don't know who that is. I bet he's got some really rich friends, though. Hold on. Okay. I'm, while you keep going, I'm going to google this guy because okay he might be someone we like (laughs) so some of the entertainment he was talking about was um he says it's uh the bohemian groves team comedy in a museum show titled a complete history of the of comedy in 50 minutes i can't imagine a production of these really kind of i want to say boring but i'm sure they're not if they're doing this kind of shit in this kind of place (laughs) But, you know, 50 minutes is a long time. Um, They performed a show written by country singer Clint Black, who, you know, I used to like Clint Black (laughs) for a country, for one of the newer, you know, uh, George Strait era country singers. It wasn't that bad. Clint Black was good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Are we okay with Bohemian Grove? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, apparently this actor guy was in the Captain America movie. Really? Like the the 1990 one? Oh, the 1990 one. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense. He was the voice on. He was the voice of Boulder on uh, GoBot Battle of the Rock Lords. Oh man, <laughs> he was in the Hidden. He, he's in Flashdance. He oh, was in wow. some stuff. Okay. I mean, American Yakuza. He's a he's a straight to video guy. No escape, no return. We've probably seen a lot of these guys' movies. <laughs> he's still working. God. I don't know. I don't know the guy. He's in a ton of Is stuff. Their picture. I mean, this is from 2009. He kind of looks like the dad from Hellraiser, but he's not. Uh, no, I don't recognize him. Um, yeah, so, fuck. I don't know. Where was I going? I'm off track. Can you uh, scroll up? No, I mean down. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Oh, they were <laughs> having a party honoring George H.W. Bush. Oh, great. This was in 2014. Not that long ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Apparently, apparently there's no women there, but they have a ladies' night where they dress up in drag. Uh, what? <laughs> No, because uh, Hillary Clinton went there. I bet she was snuck in under uh, Bill's robe. <laughs> he was sitting on her shoulders. Yeah. Uh, they made a tall kid. I don't know, man. This is just pretty pretty creepy stuff. Um, like, what do you got? I don't know. I just I can't imagine why they're doing all of this stuff just like on like government servers. Like, are they still that stupid? <laughs> well, they're old. They're all old people. A bunch of boomers, man. So they don't man. know. Yeah, yeah they don't know. Sense. Um, like, <laughs> like imagine your parents on Facebook, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we like Bohemian Grove? No. No, I mean, I don't like its intentions, but it seems like a fun party. <laughs> I don't like that they, you know, wrap up a bunch of sticks, you know, made up like a child and throw it into a fire. That is pretty disgusting. But, you know... They could be throwing a child. They could totally get away with throwing a child in a fire. Oh, covering a kid in sticks? Yeah. And throwing it in the fire? No, I, don't, I wouldn't doubt it. But, you know, it's kind of a public deal nowadays. More so than it had been. Yeah. But you know what's so crazy? That all these politicians 
in public view will proclaim themselves as Christian. Yeah. And then behind in privacy they're like dressing up in drag and hanging out with like a bunch of dudes chanting to Moloch. <laughs> well they're 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 druids. Yeah. Behind closed doors they're druids. <laughs> druids <laughs> It's funny when you say it out loud. <laughs> Druids! <laughs> uh, so, not too long ago, I was thinking of all the pre-Christian deities that I can think of. Um, as one does. You know, I just think of these things. Thought about making a zine. Uh, probably still thinking about it. Probably shouldn't be talking about it. Um, I bet you can name at least three. Like pre-Christian? Pre-Christian deities. Uh, Not counting God. <laughs> uh, Vishnu, Ganesha, the Brahma. Uh, hey. That's three. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's from a pantheon of gods from another yeah. place other than, you know, ancient. What would you call that? I don't even know if that's pre-Christian or not. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christianity's only been around two thousand years. Yeah. Uh, so Pazuzu, <laughs> right? Uh, Moloch. Yeah. Um, Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's. Yes. Is it? I don't. Know. I think I, so. I really don't know. I don't know either. Um, see, at the time I was I was doing research on this, I had another one, but whatever. Uh, Krampus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. But how did how did Christianity take over all those? I mean, you had different pantheons. You had a, the Egyptian pantheon. You had the Nordic pantheon. Hmm. It was uh, you had the Greek pantheon, which were you could mix all of those. Yeah, you know, uh, how did Christianity t- take over, or did it? You got fucking druids <laughs> at the top of the fucking food chain from all over the world worshiping this. Uh, Pre-Christian Mesopotamian God. It's really interesting. <laughs> Rawhead Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Do your research, people. <laughs> uh, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's tenfold tirade. Today. <laughs> Fuck it. <sighs> Thank you to LoneStarButtons.com. If you have a project or an event or anything you want to promote, custom pin-on buttons are a great, inexpensive way to do it uh you can contact lonestarbuttons.com to create uh your custom pin on buttons in different sizes and shapes they also do bottle openers and mirrors uh, you can get in touch with lone star by email info at lonestarbuttons.com uh you can call him and i erase the phone number fuck 281-798-1996 uh you that's the number for adam stimpy jones the owner of lone star buttons give him the coupon code i want to suck on your hairy tits and get some buttons thrown in for free we're also brought to you by jessica dieter agent of insurance uh do you need more money yes that is the answer uh it doesn't matter how much money you make it's all about how much money you can save right um Jessica Dieter can shop your home insurance, flood insurance, auto, or renter's insurance. Um, some of those you can bundle into one and really just turbo the savings that that way. 
Uh, but she will find you a great policy at a great rate. Uh, we're also brought to you by our new sponsor, Destro's Treasure. Uh, Destro's Treasure is a gift shop um, owned by me and my illustrious wife, Jessica. And if you want to go support that, go to etsy.com slash shop slash Destro's Treasure. That's D-E-S-T-R-O-S-T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E. It's pretty cool. We just started it not too long ago. Um, So, yeah, Uh, there's a lot of artwork and jewelry going into it that Jess made and artwork and artwork stuff, artwork accessories done by me. Um, Go check it out. She just got home. She just got home. I'm scared. What mess did I leave? Uh, Also, you can visit us at revengeoftheworld.com. We also have an Instagram account. Go check it out. Brennan, you got anything? No. I'm sorry, what was that? No. Oh, creepy. Uh, also, thank you to Mockingbird Network. And that's it for the show. A little rusty, but we got through it. A little rusty. Gently. Gently go fuck someone. Ugh.